If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's, it, it's definitely cold in the basement. I, when I do the podcast, I record the podcast in, in my basement uh, in Revere, Massachusetts, right up on the, on the beach over here and... It's it's chilly today, but but no heat, no heat until at least after the election. I'm almost no heat until after Thanksgiving. Honestly, if if you get cold, take a hot shower or or put on some layers. I had a hoodie on, but I took it off because when I talk, I get hot, so I tend to sweat. That, that that's how out of shape I am. That's why I'm on the the Peloton every friggin' day. I'm trying to get in shape so that when I talk, I I don't sweat. But it is Monday, and there's a lot going on today, and I'm definitely not not there. Third week of doing morning shows, and I still haven't figured out the time that I need to wake up so that I can sufficiently get up and have a conversation with people this early in the morning, with one, without being aggravated, and two, being able to put sentences together better than Joe Biden. So I should be able to get up in the morning and click and, and know that I'm running against Trump and not against George W. Bush, like Biden said yesterday in a viral video saying that, you know, we can't have four more years of George. And then his wife had to whisper in his ear, honey, honey, it's you're running against Donald Trump. You you never Bush. Bush was president like 5000 years ago. Wake up, sweetie. It's it's 2020. Anyways, probably talk about the Pats real quick. We're going to have to get crazy, crazy, crazy into the end of the Patriots. Um, some, uh, uh, AO, some AOC uh, privilege problems. She, she's pissed about waiting in line. I watched Borat too. I'll talk about that. What, what happened in Boston with, with this ballot uh, box fire is, is honestly disgusting. COVID for the holidays. Um, and Massachusetts is seeing a little spike in the coronavirus and, and COVID-19. And I want to talk about that because I like to read between the lines on certain stories. And uh, there's a COVID flu problem that I noticed yesterday. And we need to discuss this. I This might be one of those things where I may have to get the tinfoil hat out and put it on. Because this is a deep conspiracy theory that I, that I that I might be starting. And I don't think I'm the only one that believes this. But we'll... We'll talk about that. This is Spazzing Out. It's America's podcast, your podcast. We do the podcast five times a week. Do it in the morning around 6 o'clock. Runs about a half hour, 45 minutes, because I have to go to work. It'd go longer. I could talk all day. If I got paid to do this, this podcast would be like 10 fucking hours long. I'd sit down here, bro, and I would talk and talk and talk and talk, and I, I, I could kill us, but I don't get paid to do this yet. Someday I will. I actually have to leave around 640 because I have to get to Winchester because I'm in the middle of doing a house demo. And I got to get, I got to work because I got to make money. Cash. If you don't work, you don't make money. Everybody, people who, I was just about to call everybody a bunch of cunts, but there really are a ton of, and when I say cunt, I I don't mean like in the terms of like being gross about a girl or something. I'm talking about you're a bitch, like you're a coward, you're a pussy. Anyways, 
when we do the podcast. We're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, and we're on YouTube. Now, that's not typically how people listen to the podcast, okay? Yes, some people go back to the social media, they rewatch the video. Most people listen to Spazzing Out America's podcast on an app. They listen on Apple Podcasts, their Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio. They're listening to some kind of podcast platform, 600 downloads per episode when it first gets uploaded. Now, it gets more than that. At, you know, over as time goes by, but the initial kick is about six hundred. It's in now. It's it's like it's like five seventy to six hundred. It's got to get better. It, it it's I need need your help. Tell people about the podcast. Subscribe to the podcast. Go to anthonypaziali.com, which is the worst website in the planet. It looks like it was put together by a boob. I am a boob. If you put a nipple on the top of my forehead, I would look like a big, hairy boob. 100% it would be the nastiest boob on the planet. It wouldn't even be a veiny boob. All dudes like veiny boobs. It would just be a disgusting-looking boob and... The website sucks, but I don't care because when I have money, I'll hire a professional to make the website look good. For now, it serves its purpose. You go there, has all the links to where you can get my podcast. Do it. Subscribe. Tell other people about it. Share it with other people. Email other people, please. All right. The Pats. Real quick, we talk about the Patriots. We talk about things that happen in Boston because I am from Massachusetts. Now, I'll talk about Tampa because Tom's down at Tampa. But that's, that's basically the extent. I, I don't go too far outside of Massachusetts when it's coming, coming to sports. We don't talk about baseball because I hate baseball. The, the only thing good about baseball is actually going to a real baseball game and getting drunk. And nothing else is going on right now. So we have football. The Patriots got absolutely absolutely got their ass kicked last night. There's, there's no two ways about it. The defense sucked. And the offense, obviously, the offense fucked. I think Jared Stidham had more pass completions in the 10 minutes of the... Uh, he might have played the whole fourth quarter. I don't know. But in the amount of time that he played in the fourth quarter than Cam did the whole game. Now, Bill made it clear that Cam's the starter going forward. I have other suggestions. I, I, I'm reaching out and I'm saying, um, please make a trade for 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 Ryan Fitzpatrick that that's one scenario get that guy would like to play I'm not saying he's a great quarterback but he's probably better than what we have right now uh, Andrew Luck is sitting on a couch somewhere maybe you make a phone call to Andrew Luck and get his ass off maybe you reach out to the Saints and um Get their backup quarterback, James Winston, I think. See if he's available. We bring him in. Clearly, clearly something's going on with Cam. I I don't know if he's hurt or not, but he doesn't seem to be able to throw the ball accurately. He's either overthrowing it, underthrowing it, throwing it to fucking nobody. I, I don't know what's up with Cam. I don't know. We know that for like the first two, three weeks, or the first two weeks, he looked pretty good. He was throwing the ball great. Looked like he might have been the cam of old. Now he looks like he is the cam and old. I don't know what's going on. The Patriots look terrible. And then, of course, we're all going to look at Tom Brady and say, wait, two weeks ago he he beat Aaron Rodgers. This week he goes out four touchdowns has a, has a, and a rushing touchdown, has, a, has an amazing game, and looks like the Tom Brady of old while his team is in first place in his division. And now they're getting Antonio Brown, which we could have a long conversation about Antonio Brown. I, 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 I am... 
I love Brown. I think the guy should be in the league. I hope that apparently Tom Brady set him up with Tony Robbins. Hopefully that works out for him. Um, and someone says no James Winston. Listen, we are, we just, we had quarter, <laughs> bro, we threw four fucking interceptions last night. W- Winston might not be that bad. It, it, just somebody that can actually throw the ball accurately. But uh, maybe Tony Robbins helped out Antonio Brown as a mentor. Maybe he went to him and said, hey, bud, look, you got a chance to make a couple of million dollars. You got two, three years left in you. You're going to play with Tom for the next two, three years. Brady's high on you, wants to give you another shot. I don't know that the Bucks need him. They look pretty fucking good without him right now. So hopefully it adds. If it doesn't add, Bruce, as Bruce Arians said to uh, Antonio Brown straight up, either be a team player or be gone. Be a team player or be gone. So that'll be interesting to see. We have major problems at the wide receiver position. N- 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 uh, n- n- I can't even say the guy's name. H- Nickel, Mikel, Nickel, Nikolai, Nikolai, Harry, whatever the fuck his name is. He's a pussy. Pussy. He's a pussy. I get it. He got hit. He got dinged. But then he then he then he he wobbled off the field. Bro, I remember when I was playing high school football. I got hit so hard in a Melrose game one time. I got by this kid, Sweezy or Swayze. They were twin brothers. This kid hit me so fucking hard, I don't remember half the game. I really, I, I, I remember getting hit. And then I remember like sometime in the fourth quarter coming through and looking at the coach, Dean Iverson. I was like, coach, what's the score? And he's like, what? Looks at me, what? What do you mean? And I, and I, I complete, and I played the whole fucking game, both sides of the ball. I was like, yeah, well, are we winning? And Coach just looked at me like, hey, Paziali, you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. Let's fucking go. I, I don't... We need... Get, like, Nikel Harry, the guy can't take a fucking hit. And then he goes off the field and he's gone. He's not our solution. He's gone. Edelman's hurt. Stop fucking playing him. There's no reason to put the guy out there until he's healthy. But let, let's take Julian Edelman and let's put it put him, put him in a hyperbolic chamber. Let the guy get better. Get get him ready for the possible chance that you might make the playoffs. I don't. It doesn't look like you will now. But it's it's time to shut that shit down. Let Edelman get better. He clearly. It looks miserable, like he, he he's either miserable because he's playing hurt, or he's miserable because he doesn't want to be here anymore. I, I don't know. It's one of those two. I can't tell what's up with, with what's up with Edelman. The dude is either, or he's old, or, or he's just old. That's it. He is up there in age. I don't know what's wrong with him. But if he doesn't want to be here, right, then just, it's now's the time, right? Here's, here's another outlook on the Patriots. It, it could be wholesale time. They could get what they can get from their players, right? So now they say, fuck it. We ain't going to do shit this year. Our, our team sucks. We're going we're gonna to trade um, all our best players and try to get value for them to try to get a bunch of draft picks. Um, you know, you take Gilly Lock and you fucking try to get a number one pick for him. I mean, at least you, you're definitely going to get a number two. But so you, you trade away Gilly Lock, you get yourself a fucking number one pick. You, I mean, no one's going to trade for Edelman um, unless you were going to send him down to Tampa. But even then, you're not going to get, you'd get dollars for him. I doubt you'd get any, anything great. You just, maybe you wholesale the pass. I don't know. It's just, it's fucking awful. It's, we've been so lucky here for 20 years. I feel like we went in a time machine and went back to the 1990s uh, before we had some success when we had Parcells, and, and it's fucking awful. I hate it. I feel like it's 2002, back when the Pats had that season where they absolutely sucked. They need to figure it out. They're not going to figure it out this year. I, I, I don't know what to say. 
Moving on from the Pats. I, it's depressing. I watched the whole entire game in disbelief. I'm, and, and you know what's worse? is Remember when Tom would get his butt kicked for a little bit in a game and you still thought, like, oh, man, they're going to come back. Bro, the Pats could be down, like, 20 to, like, fucking 10 with two minutes left. And you'd be like, oh, Tom can still pull it off. He could do it. He could score. And then they could fucking do an onside kick and they get back. I'm watching this Pats game and their kicker gets up. And I'm like, yeah, this bits of 40 out of this dude's going to fucking miss it. This sucks. This is, like, terrible. There's nothing, honestly, the only thing to be excited about last night was that we had a tipped, uh, a tipped extra point. I mean, they got, bro, at halftime, at halftime, uh, there was 300 uh, total offense, and um, oh my god, what, what do we have? I think we had 60 yards of total offense at halftime. Fucking embarrassing, honestly, and then you gotta think. The, the, is Belichick kind of smirking back there, being like, yeah, man, Jimmy G was our guy. I told you he was our guy. Yeah, that I wanted to keep him. He was going to be the future of the franchise. We couldn't give him fucking money to keep him because we didn't, we had to keep Tom. We had to make Tom happy. So, of course, it worked out because the Pats won a few Super Bowls after that. But, boy, wouldn't it have been nice to go right from Tom to Jimmy G and go right back to winning? That would have been fucking great. But, no. It isn't great. All right. I'm off. I'm off the NFL shit. So stuff we got to cover that's, uh, that, that's important that we must talk about. You know, let's just do Borat real quick. I watched Borat too. Um, so I don't know if you guys are, are fans of Sasha Baron Cohen. I like his comedy. I like uncomfortable comedy. I like, I think it's funny. When people get put in a position of awkwardness, when you make someone feel awkward, and when I watch that shit on camera, I love it. When people look confused, it, it, it might not be the fun, like, he's not telling jokes, but he makes people feel awkward and puts them in fucked up situations, and I love that kind of comedy because I like doing that to people. I like making people squirm, and Sasha Baron Cohen does that the best. The first Borat movie, I believe, was better. It, it, and it, it was, I, you know, it came out in 2006, a long time ago, but I, I thought the first um, one was better. I say Kui a lot. Jing Kui! Jing I love that. That's uh, a Borat thing. So, the big, big thing in, in the new Borat was the this scene towards the end of the movie with Rudy Giuliani and the girl that is Borat's daughter. I, I don't know her real name. She's a blonde girl, very pretty girl. And she becomes a, a journalist, and she gets an interview. So, like, through the whole movie here, let me set this up better. Through the whole movie, Borat is trying to gift his daughter to an American uh, higher-up. So, first, he's going to give it to Mike Pence. Then, uh, uh, that didn't work out, and he was going to go back to, to, to wherever the hell he's from, and he's going to get killed. Instead, he decides that he's going to gift his daughter to Rudy, Rudy Giuliani. So they have this interview with Rudy Giuliani. And where everybody gets creeped out and everybody gets fucked up is during the interview, this girl's touching touching his knee and Rudy Giuliani's touching her hands. And then they're in a hotel room for the interview. But then they go into the bedroom and they're having a drink. Rudy Giuliani lays back, puts his hand down his pants, either to tuck his shirt in or not. I Listen... I'm a guy, we're all guys, there's no doubt in my mind that if Borat, if Sasha Baron Cohen didn't break in to the room, 
Rudy Giuliani would have fucked this chick. I, that's it. But I don't, I'm not mad at him for that. He's a guy. And she's a fucking smoke show blonde girl. What, what's the guy going to do? He's, he's a thousand years old. He's got a few years left in life. And, and, and he thinks that this reporter wants to have sex with him. Of course he's going to have sex with her. That's, what, what, at what point do we get, do we get fucking shammed and yelled at and screamed at in this country for wanting, for, for when you're an old ass dude wanting to have sex with a young blonde? Now, I don't even know if the whole thing was set up. So that's the big problem. The big problem is you don't really know how much of this was set up by Sasha Baron Cohen. How much did Rudy Giuliani know? Was it staged? Was it real? I don't know, and I don't care. All I could tell you is just the people that are upset about a grown-ass man who is going to try to have sex with a smoke show blonde are assholes, they're ignorant, I can't stand crap like that, at what point, bro, no, no, bro in real life, is, is she under 18 in real life, because if that is, then that's fucked up, someone, you know what, I'm gonna have to google that shit right now, someone tell me right now, is that girl under 18 in real life, because if she is, then that's completely fucked up, and then I'll change my view on it, on a hundred, I didn't look that up, I know in the movie, to the, the, I don't think in the movie he knows that she's under 18, but, well, someone fucking tell me real quick. Someone look that up. I can't look it up. No, she is not. All right. So in real life, she's 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 older than 18. And Rudy, Rudy Giuliani, I'm sure, didn't know she was 15 until Sasha Baron Cohen came in and was like, she's 15. So here's here's the deal. Plain and simple. And I and, and this drives me nuts about this country. And it, it, this drives me nuts about people. I, I like I like this guy. His name is Dan Penna. Dan Penna is one of the last uh, businessmen, one of the last motivational speakers, one of, one of the last uh, uh, personal coaches that has a set of balls and talks to people the way they really feel, but don't say it out loud. He, he talks to people in, in terms of, of uh, uh, straight up toughness, and I'm like that as well. You got to check this guy out. I have no problem. Remember there was a time in this country when you would high-five somebody when they hooked up with a hot chick? You'd be like, dude, you'd, you'd give them a high-five. It, it, it was like a badge of honor. You were like, oh, man, bro. You're like, Remember there was a time in this country when Rudy Giuliani, if he didn't have sex with that chick, you'd make fun of him? You'd be like, bro, you didn't hit that? What the fuck's your problem? People would be pissed. Remember when you used to hang out with your boys? You college, your boy runs off with the fucking, with the, with the hot chick. Remember that time when men in this country had balls? Remember the time? Do you? Do you? Fucking do you? What is wrong with people? People getting upset. Oh, 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 oh. Could you believe that Rudy Giuliani was going to have sex with the fucking smoke show blonde? Oh, oh, oh. People are offended. Are you, what, are you fucking kidding me? That's like every dude's aspiration. Every guy. Hugh Hefner was fucking blondes right before he died. Right before he died. That was his whole goal in life. I'm going to bang blondes until I die. And then everybody gets all, all offended and they're shocked. They're, how dare he? How, how dare Rudy Giuliani? It gets, get, it, bro, what, are you kidding me? From the second... The chick walked in from the second they sat down for the interview. Every man, every dude sitting there is like, oh, yeah, this chick's hot. Yep. 
Oh, she wants to have a drink? Yeah, 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 well, I'm fucking getting her a drink. Yep. Oh, yeah, we're going into the fucking bedroom. Damn right. It's a fucking... We're guys. We're men. Now, you got to have respect. I don't know if Rudy Giuliani's fucking married or not. I don't know. I'm married, so that shit ain't for me. But it's for real dudes. Like, guys that aren't single guys should, should get high fives for this shit. Single guys that are... You know, like, you got, like, a Robert Kraft that, that, that gets, like, prosecuted, and you got to spend billions of dollars or millions of dollars because people are all butthurt about you getting a hand job and it goes straight to the society it goes straight to the united states it goes straight to where fucking people have clipped the balls of men and men are they accept it i blame the men for it i blame every fucking guy for not having a nutsack for pushing us back Guys used to have balls, now we don't, and it's the guy's fault. It's nobody else's but the guy's fault because the guys sit back and they don't fucking fight for themselves. If I was Rudy Giuliani, I'd go right out, on t- right out, Rudy, and Rudy's part of the problem. He's like, oh, that's fabricated. That was fake. I would come right out and be like, you're fucking right I tried to hit it. You're damn right, because I'm a fucking man. That's what I would say. That What does he care? The dude's going to die soon anyway. He's got, what, five, six years left? He wanted to walk with a bang, and he's like, oh, oh, I got I don't want everybody to, I don't want everybody to think. This is a guy that back in the 90s had a set. When he was the mayor of New York, this guy had balls. He put in, in law and order measures in his city that worked and took crime off the streets. He had a nutsack. He was a beast of a prosecutor back in the day, and now he's a frail old man that's like, oh, they're... I I wouldn't dream of fucking a blonde. What? What? That's what's wrong with this country because you guys let that shit happen. You get complacent. It's your fault for being complacent. It's your fault for not fighting, for not sticking up for yourself, for not having a fucking ball, for not having balls. When a woman puts you in your corner, you fucking go and you get in your cage. You're like, oh, don't let me get my fucking cage. I gotta get the fucking balls. I gotta hide. Oh, you, get, you put your head, your fucking shirt over your head. You're like, Aah. it's disgusting. Now the movie's pretty good. I liked it. Borat was really good. I, I think you guys will like it. If you like that kind of humor, it has some really funny shit about um, women and, you know, <laughs> about how they, they they look at, like, you know, women in the United States being able to do everything men can do, right? It's equal rights. So I'm not arguing that. I, I am not a... Um, women should, of course... Well, all of us, everybody, we should be equal, but we shouldn't be less equal. You know, like a man shouldn't have less rights and shouldn't have to worry about shit uh, because of their fear that they're going to get prosecuted. And the other the, the other line, like, I, I can't, man, I, I can't, I can't put the foot around this shit. It's garbage. It's fucking garbage. People are going nuts on Giuliani because he wanted to have sex with the fucking blonde. So what? So what? Honestly, who cares? Why is that a fucking problem for you? Why? Please, I want someone, please, someone tell me why that is an effing problem. Honestly, I, I don't even fucking end the podcast. I'll throw my fucking computer across the room. Why is that a problem? But, bro, she's like, in the movie, he first thought, someone just said with the 15-year-old. Listen, if in real life, the girl is under 18, then yes, that's fucked up. But I don't think that she is. And Giuliani didn't know she was a 15-year-old. A it was made clear in the movie that uh, up until the point, uh, uh, first off, 
it was she was a journalist. There's no fucking 15-year-old journalist. Second of all, she doesn't look like a 15-year-old. Third of all, Sasha Baron Cohen made it seem like uh after the fact to, to Rudy Giuliani that she was 15. Let's let's cut the shit. Like, oh, with the 15-year-old. Cut the fucking shit. Cut the shit. Are you if if you're a man and you got fucking balls and you seen the chick. You, you, and you, you didn't have a wife, and well, unless you were a scumbag, all right? Because the guys who cheat, cheat on their wives, you scumbags. Why? But it, not because you cheated. Listen, I'm going to tell you why. Because you don't have, because again, you don't have balls to, to tell the old, to tell your hag ass wife you don't want to be with her. You, you'd rather stay with the hag for, for fucking 30 years, fuck her life up, fuck your life up, and then when your kids leave, then you get the balls and leave. If you don't want to be with someone, don't be with them. If you can't deal with the beef every single day, I fight with my chick all the time. I, but I love her. I, I I love Kaylee. I fight with her all the fucking time. We fight, but I'm okay with it because I love her. And I'm not going to cheat on her or anything like that because I'm a fucking real man. He told her. No, no, it was after, bro. I never, I watched the fucking, I'll go back and watch the movie then, okay? Yeah, I, I, let me set the record straight. I watched it last night. From what I understand... From my viewing of it, the only time that Rudy Giuliani found out that she was 15 was um, when they were in the bedroom. If, in fact, here, because I'll be honest with you, if, in fact, that he knew she was 15 beforehand, then then that's pretty fucked up. I'll give you that. I have no tolerance for, for, for dudes trying to hook up with young girls. So if he knew beforehand, how about this? We'll table the conversation until I can go back and look at it. If, if in fact, Rudy Giuliani knew she was underage or thought she was underage and he tried to do something with her, that's completely fucked up. If not, then I go right back to where I am and where I sit is that any man, any age man that's not married and not in a relationship um, and not in a relationship should have a set of balls and should admit that, yes, I, in fact, did try to hook up with the blonde. That's what's wrong with this country. In this country, people on the other side, right? People that are not you, that are on the outside looking in, get offended. They're like, oh, oh yeah, I can't believe some guy would try to have sex with the hot blonde. They get offended. And then the guy who was trying to hook up with the blonde, he pro- he perpetuates the problem by saying, oh, I, di- I didn't try to do that. Instead of having a sack and being like, what would you do? What would you do? Honestly, I, I wish someday... <laughs> If I ever get, I, I always talk about wanting to run for office and I, and I, and I do, I ran for office once. It didn't work out. I lost by like a, a hundred votes. Yep. I, I, I'll i go back. Um, but listen, I wish I could run for office in a serious capacity because I, I would like to serve the country. But I, I if I did, I, I'd be dead because if someone asked me a question of, of, of sexual nature or any fucking question, I would answer that shit honestly. So like, for example, let's say I'm up there and, and, and I'm talking and some story comes out about tits and some woman reporter's like, how do you, Mr. Paziali, how, how do you feel about, you, you know, something in the, in this woman exposing her breast? I'd be like, oh, I loved it. I'm, I'm a guy. I would just tell the truth. I'd be like, oh, I loved it. I love tits. That's what I would say. I would tell you the truth. I wouldn't get up there and be like, you know, I mean, of course, if she was underage, I'd be like, yeah, that's fucked up. But let's say she's of age, some woman, and in protest, I'd be like, well, it wasn't that nice. I think we can all agree those were nice. I would say it. I would fucking say it. There's no reason to beat around the bush. There's no, there's no reason to lie. We're not... And people buy the lie. This is this is great. I'm, I'm going to give you... 
uh, uh, people in the United States of America right now. You, you're all watching your, your, your news. You, you're watching CNN or you're watching Fox News and out comes a presidential candidate or out comes a candidate for Congress and, and they're talking and there's a big bombshell news story going around uh, you know, about uh, boobs and, uh, you know, women have bigger boobs nowadays and some fucking chick reporter says... You know, it's a it's a conversation about whether or not women should wear halter tops, okay? And for some reason that's got to be a presidential question or it's a whatever. And that and some fucking Karen has to ask me, say, hey, Mr. Paziali, you know, now that you're running for office, how do you feel about women wearing halter tops? And I'd say, I fucking love it. I love it. I'm a guy. I'm a guy. And and any guy that says it's it's grotesque or something like that, I'd, I'd be like, I'd call you out if I if we were in a debate. And I was with another guy and he said that women shouldn't wear low-cut shirts or skirts. I'd be like, what the fuck is your problem? I would, I would just say, what? I'd look at him and I'd say, wait, excuse me. I'd stop the whole fucking debate and I'd say, wait a second. You're trying to fucking tell me that you don't like short skirts? You're trying to tell me you don't like halter tops on chicks? You're trying to tell me that you, when you're, when you're, when you're on the beach and there's fucking girls wearing bikinis? What, what do you do, bro? You put on the fucking horse blinders? You throw a fucking blindfold over your head? Nope. You don't. So don't fucking lie to us. Don't lie. I can't stand that shit. Be real. But just fucking be honest. Look at the American people, the working class man, right? And, and think about all you, you like back back in the days when it was cool for the for the union guy who was working in Boston to be like, "Woo! I can't whistle. I can't whistle, man." You know, like, "Hey baby, Fox, stand pause. Stand pause driving in Wuben Center." In the Astro, rolls down the window. You know, I got a fucking, the guy doesn't have an electric window. He rolls that shit down as fast as he could. Whoa, 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 whoa. My dad sticks his head. Fox! He's a foxy, foxy lady. Just shouting, Fox! Chick fucking looks, smiles. My dad's got that big grin on his face. He's like, yeah. Can't do that shit anymore. God forbid. Fucking crazy. All right. We're gonna move on from this topic because I wait, a couple other things that are real important. Then I gotta um, I, I gotta get going to work. All right, Massachusetts here. Just this is a little news update for you guys here in Massachusetts. Apparently, and I'm gonna tie this in with a with a conspiracy that I have. So apparently, um, the the there is a major spike in Massachusetts and and coronavirus cases. For the past two days, we've had over a thousand cases, thousand positive cases here in Massachusetts. Thirteen cities in Massachusetts have been rolled back starting today into phase one. They've been rolled back to phase one. It's a Cushnet, uh, which is like that. It's New Bedford. Um, Brockton, Chumsford, Holyoke, Hudson, Kingston, Lancaster, Malden, Plymouth, Randolph, Waltham, Webster, and uh, God's City, Woburn, Massachusetts, which is uh, my city. That's where I'm from. And to the people in a cushionet, I know that a cushionet isn't New Bedford, but it's fucking right there, and everybody thinks that it's New Bedford. So go, go, you know, go f yourself. Um, it's like people who say they live in Magnolia, but my neighbor, <laughs> my fuck, I love her. So you know, it, Magnolia's uh, uh, um, pot of Gloucester. I know a cushionet is not New Bedford, but as mine, mine as well be. So, anyways, they roll back to phase one. What does this mean for these communities? It mean it sucks. That's what it means. Because businesses that just open have to fucking close back down. Their gyms, their trampoline parks, their restaurants, even less people 
uh, can go like less than 40% capacity. Basically, they're shutting those cities down again. And small businesses are going to get killed. Small businesses are going to get crushed. It's it's awful. I, and here's like the conspiracy theory that, that I have on it. And maybe it's crazy. Let me take out the tinfoil hat because I feel like I should have to wear it. Um, I got two beefs. The closing down of the cities... It's almost like, oh, we didn't kill enough of the small businesses. We, we thought we got rid of all the small businesses, but Americans are resilient. We, we fight, man. I, I mean, I'm fighting to keep my small business alive. Every single day I try my ass off, but every single day I feel myself creeping closer to, to the death of my business. Every day I'm like, fuck. Every day is a challenge. Every day I get closer and I'm like, man, what, what I, my, literally my, my business is on a fucking ventilator. But I fight, I toil, and I try to get it going because that's what we do here. There's work to be done in America, and we work our asses off, and we try to save our businesses. And in these 13 cities, people are doing the same thing. They're trying to save their livelihood, and now they have to go back again, and now they're shutting them down, and they're not going to make it. So that's one of those where it could be a conspiracy theory where they're like, oh, shit, all these mom and pops are coming back. we got to find a way to get rid of them. Um, Or on the other end, which, which is more likely... You gotta, you have to read between the lines on shit, and I like to do a lot of uh, reading when it comes to political stories and reading when it comes to the pandemic. I, I read a, a story about how the influenza, how the numbers, re- check this shit out, how the flu numbers for this time of the year are down dramatically, dramatically. So typically at this time of the year, there is a major spike, major spike in the flu, flu numbers through the roof around this time of year. This is the beginning of the the flu season. But what a surprise. Now, here's here's what's great. In the story, it says that uh, scientists are doing studies to see if the coronavirus, this is fucking great, if COVID actually is killing off the flu. And and when, when I read that line, I wanted to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Wouldn't it be more likely or more obvious that, that either, it's one of two things. Either the test for COVID isn't fucking good, and anybody that has the flu is also testing positive for corona. Meaning, you actually don't have fucking coronavirus, you have the flu, but the test thinks that you have coronavirus. Wouldn't that make sense? Wouldn't it make sense that for months and months and months, the number of COVID cases have gone down, and then right coinciding with the time of the year where the influenza spikes, coronavirus spikes, but fucking flu doesn't. So you're telling me that the flu doesn't spike when it's supposed to, but coronavirus did. That tells me that, no, I don't go, oh, the coronavirus is killing the flu. I go, fuck, looks like the tests are fucked up. Looks like one of two things. People are either claiming Doctors or whoever are doing these tests are saying, shit, we, we're going to say this is COVID because they get more money, because that hospital will get more funding, because they have more COVID people, or the test in general t- can't tell the difference between COVID-19 and the fucking flu. I feel like that's an obvious thing, and they need to figure that out. That's what they need to be looking at. That's my conspiracy theory. My conspiracy theory is this. We've done a great job with 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 the curve on COVID, we've done a great job of bringing down COVID-19 numbers. And right 
around the same time that you would see a spike in the flu. We don't see a spike in the flu. We actually see record low flu numbers. But now we're starting to see highs in, in the coronavirus. And to me, that's like, yeah, okay. I, dude, I'm just a bum. I'm just a bum, right? That does a podcast in his basement. That podcast ain't even good enough to fucking get advertising yet. That And just a demo trash guy. And when I see the story, I go, huh, huh. I mean, maybe I should be a scientist. Maybe that that, that should be me. Maybe I should be a scientist. Maybe these guys are, are so fucking smart that they're too smart and they can't figure out the obvious and they can't go, you know, huh, hmm, what a coincidence. And then they don't go, oh, maybe the tests are fucked up. Maybe the tests look at the flu and say, oh, they can't tell the difference. I, I don't know if that makes sense to you guys, but to me, it's glaring. To me, there is an obvious undercover bullshit going on or something that we don't know about <clears throat> that it's clear that if this time of year we have high numbers in the flu and all of a sudden this year the flu numbers are bottoming out but coronavirus is spiking that to me says there is something wrong with the tests that they are using because sure as shit there are a ton of people right now that have the flu that think they have fucking covid and they actually have the flu because the tests are fucked up. Period. I, I'm ending it on that. That, that it's that's that's it, it, literally. I feel like it's it's and, and here's what they're doing. They think that the maybe it did. All right. Hey, I understand that scientists actually take viruses and attack other viruses with it. So you know what? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe COVID has wiped out the flu. Maybe we have we have gotten rid of the flu. Maybe COVID nineteen was created in a lab. Uh, for the reasons of killing off the flu, and then they realize that shit, this thing's so deadly, not only does it kill the flu, it fucking kills the person that has it, and then it broke out. I, I don't know. That is a possibility. That's some real tinfoil hat shit. I don't know. That's moon baddish, mutinish. I would like to think more or less that the tests that we use to identify COVID also think that it, it went, uh, they can't different, they can't tell the difference. The test can't tell the difference between the flu and COVID. So it's just deemed COVID because there's no fucking way the number of people who have the flu is down this low. I mean, it's, it's the record, it's the lowest numbers ever. The story I was reading said this is the, ro- the, the lowest number of flu cases since the fucking flu started. So look that shit up and all of a sudden we're spiking. And we got to find a way to open the country back up. That, that's, that's the straight up truth is that the United States uh, of America, we need to find a way to do it in a safe way. I don't want anybody to die, but more people will die from, from loss of jobs and families will be broken up from loss of wages than, than the coronavirus, man. It's, it's a nightmare. It's a fucking nightmare. All right. I have other shit I have to get to, but I got to go to work. So I, I guess we'll talk about the ballot box tomorrow. COVID for the holidays, we'll get to. AOC, we're going to get to. And um, yeah, that's it. I got to scoot. Thank you so much for listening to America's Podcast. Please, men, do me a favor. Balls. Please. Show some balls. No more of this just agreeing to agree. Because when you agree to agree, you you set us back. That That's right. The, 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 the white man is getting pushed back into a corner. I'm not saying we got to beat people and I'm not saying that we have to, uh, uh, I'm not talking about oppressing. I want to be equal. I want a fair shake. Like everybody, when I show up somewhere to get a job with the, uh, when I show up 
Anthony does to a job for a bid or or when I put in for something, right? I, I want to be judged on my record and how hot of a worker I am. I don't want them to look first and say, well, we have a lady who's also trying to get this. We have an African-American who's also trying to get this. We have a uh, Native American who's trying to get this job. And then we have the white guy who's trying to get the job. And then what they do right off the bat without even looking at your credentials is they tear up the white guy. They say, yep, we don't want the white guy because they get a shit ton of benefits for hiring the woman, the African-American, or the Native American, thereby oppressing the white fucking male. So stick up for yourselves, say something for yourselves. It's no longer okay for you to feel like you should get pushed back into a corner on these topics. It's not. Period. Plain and simple. If you feel something, fucking say it. Thank you for listening to America's Podcast.